Welcome back. How you doing? It's Can We Keep It Real? Football news and notes. How's everybody doing, man? Thank you for joining me. What is going on, people, man? You know, Rhode Island, August 19th. Rhode Island football begins. But you know what? Let's jump into some NFL action and see what the hell is going on with some of your favorite NFL teams. It looks like the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers decided to play is safe, not play Aaron against the Ravens and Baltimore because of some back tightness. The Packers are saying that the decision to keep him on the sideline is pretty much a precautionary measure, but Aaron Rodgers was all set to play the first game since sustaining a concussion in the final game of the season last year. He sat out Green Bay's 28-26 win over Houston last week. Rodgers will still have to wait at least another week to test the new offense employed by first-year coach Matt LaFleur. I mean, Matt LaFleur been around. He's been on some, some other teams, you know. And on the other side of the ball, Lamar Jackson directed two scoring drives during a limited appearance he had a very, very impressive touchdown run, but that was erased by a penalty, and that sparked the Ravens to their 26-13 win. Lamar Jackson completed 6 of 10 passes for 58 yards and ran twice for 14 yards. Injury with the Colts. There's a Colt engine on the field. Looks like receiver Doris Fountain left Indy's final training camp practice on a golf cart after suffering a very serious injury to his left ankle. The Colts head coach Frank Wright told reporters Fountain was being treated at a hospital. The second-year player was injured on a running play, and when this dude hit the ground, he hit the ground. You could actually hear him screaming, Oh my God, over and over, so you know it was painful. Players immediately went down on one knee, which is traditional when a player is injured during a play. So hopefully he'll be okay. They're going to have to, you know, do some medical evaluations to see what is going on with Colts receiver Fountain. And it looks like another Philly quarterback is out. Third string quarterback Cody Kessler was knocked out of Philadelphia's 24-10 preseason win against Jacksonville on the opening drive. Defensive end Dante Jones came unblocked off the edge and walloped Kessler right in the back. The Eagles already was without backup quarterback Nate Sudfield, who broke his left wrist in the preseason opener against Tennessee. So it looks like Philadelphia is going to have a quarterback problem once again. Now their backup to the backup is out. And Matt Ryan looks sharp in his preseason debut for the Atlanta Falcons, completing nine straight passes. Sam Donald led New York on another scoring drive in the Jets' 22-10 victory in Atlanta. Jets win 22-10. They removed their pads and retreated to the air conditioning as practice got started. Dorsett's left thumb was taped up. 
Defensive lineman Adam Butler ended up leaving practice and did not return. They're pretty much saying a medical staff examined Butler. His right leg during one of the 11-on-11 drills. Offensive tackle Dan Skipper left due to a heat-related issue but returned for the final few periods. Offensive tackle Isaiah Wynn has an Achilles problem and it seems to be coming along well, they're saying. I mean, there's been an uptick in snaps. He's been getting a little more over the past week. You know, and he's been participating in some 11-on-11 drills a couple of former titans spent some time hanging out with tom brady after practice matt castle eric decker conversed with brady once the two hour session pretty much wrapped up castle who most recently played for the lions in 2018 spent four years with tom brady and the new england patriots at the beginning of his career Technically, Decker was a teammate of Brady's too, although his stint in Foxborough lasted only a few weeks. Brady also was introduced to Titans tackle Taylor Lewin, who shares an alma mater with the future Hall of Fame quarterback at Michigan. He said he just met the guy now, and the only way he knows each other is that they went to Michigan. We'll be right back with more when we come back. As football begins to get underway August 19th in a couple days, Max Prep has just named Providence, Rhode Island's LaSalle Academy the third best high school sports program in the nation. That's right, in the nation. Congratulations, LaSalle. Congratulations, Rhode Island Sports. I mean, this speaks this speaks like this is this is great for Rhode Island Sports. Max Prep's Cup is a system used by Max Preps to pretty much determine the number one high school sports program in the nation. They pretty much add up the points for schools that finish first to second in the state finals, championships, or finishing in the top 25 national rankings for a particular sport. Points are also awarded based on the size of the state, the popularity of the sport, the playoffs, classification of the sport, you know, played in a number of teams competing in that classification, pretty much. Um, Oregon School finished as the nation's top prepped athletic program for the second time in four years. You know, so for LaSalle to even do that, is, which is pretty, um, it's, it's pretty extraordinary. But, um, you know, some previous Max Cup preps, Cup champions is American Heritage. Uh, 2018, 2017, St. Thomas in Fort Lauderdale. This year's winner, Jesus in Portland, Oregon, also won in 2016. The top 100 teams in the cup standings are listed with their points totaled. The state championship and runner-up finishes in the fall, winter, and spring. And pretty much any national ranking from the fall, winter, or spring, um, spring, spring games. Uh, let me see if I can find. Here we go. LaSalle had a total of 2,035 points. For the fall state championship, girls tennis won it. Girls soccer. Uh, for runner-up, they had boys cross country in the fall. Girls cross country. Football was a runner-up. Boys soccer was a runner-up. 
went to state championships. They had girls ice hockey won uh, won states. Um, girls indoor track, girls swimming, girls basketball. You know, and then they had in the they had runner ups. Boys ice hockey came runner up. Um, gymnastics track. The girls ended up bringing home a girls track state championship this spring. Boys lacrosse. You know, so they had a lot of good things going on. Congratulations, LaSalle. And coming in fourth, tied Bishop England in Charlestown, South Carolina. And also Weston, Albemarle in Virginia with 1,755 points. Congratulations to LaSalle High School over there on Academy Ave for coming in third best sports program in the nation. Football is coming fast in Westerly. Five days, four days away. The locker room's ready. The first practice is going to be Monday, August 19th at 5 p.m. So come on out to Salagory Field. All parents, alumni, the Dog Pound fans, they're all welcome to watch and kick this season off. This is going to be Dwayne Miranda's last season coaching Westerly High School. You heard it. Dwayne Miranda is leaving Westerly. This will be his last and last season coaching the Bulldogs. Coach Miranda accepted the job. AD at Prout, which he would take over in two years. After this season, the following year, he'll take over at Prout as the assistant AD. And then it'll slowly work him into becoming the AD at Prout. You know, Prout's plans is most likely to build a football program because why would they be taking a great coach like Coach Miranda? You know, I spoke with Coach Miranda the other day and he said, you know, this was a very, very tough decision to make. You know, he cares about a lot of kids on on the field. He cares about the community. But sometimes you got to do what's best for your family. Um... I got to say, by personal experience, Coach Miranda was, was all in on this process, and, and he, um, he did a lot of things for the kids, and, you know, just a few months ago, he said that this was his dream job, you know, coaching Westerly Bulldogs, you know, and, and now to find out the, the news that he's going to move on, he's going to go to Prout, be the AD, you know, but I'm sure we'll still see Coach Miranda around town, but we got a whole season to get through. You know, plenty of time to talk about the plans of the Bulldogs, what's going to go on. Who do you guys like for coach? Who do you guys think will take over the program? Do you think we'll keep somebody in-house? You know, there's rumors that Coach Ronnie Spazzato is interested in the position. Um, maybe some of the, maybe the freshman coach. Um, maybe, you know, Mr. Marone, is is he interested in it? Um, you know. Federico, rumor has it that he always wanted to be a coach of the Westerly Bulldogs. So who is going to be the coach of the new team? Are they going to bring somebody in from the outside? You know, originally Coach Miranda was brought in from the outside, but people in this town seem to show you that they don't like people from the outside. So maybe they'll keep somebody from the inside, but whoever takes over, I hope they still go with the off-season conditioning. I hope they follow the blueprints that Coach Miranda placed with this team because he was doing a lot of things. He was setting up summer camps, um, youth clinics, um, passing leagues, um, lineman challenges, off-season conditioning, 
Coach Miranda had uh, academic awards last season. You know, if you got a 3.0, you earned yourself a prime rib. You got a 3.5, he would give lobster and so on. You know, so here's a guy that had summer camp every year. So they were doing great things over there at the high school. So good luck, Coach Miranda. You're a great guy. I hope you do very, very well over there. And um, like Xavier said, this season is dedicated to you. You know, so players, we need to come out strong. And we need to have a great season like last year. But we're going to finish all the way Super Bowl or nothing. We go 11 months a year. There's no reason you guys are a lot stronger this year. There's no reason you guys cannot reach the goals that you are setting. Equipment was passed out maybe two days ago. So all the players have their equipment now. And they have a pretty good pretty good roster of guys on the Bulldogs right, right now. You have, you know, a nice freshman class. You have a pretty decent senior class. And you also, you know, your sophomores and juniors. So there is some pretty, you know, there's a lot of players on the team. The senior class, you got Judah, uh, Judah Bal Balmonte. He's a senior. You got Rocco Salino, which is also a captain. Anthony Durante, who's a captain. Other seniors is Joe Fazzaro, who will come back and play very well this season again. You also have Mark Jeversini, Scott Keefe, Jared Kaczynski, uh, Trent Lamb, very, very good lineman. Derek Mason, another captain. We talked to Derek last year. You know, Derek was average about, had about 70, 75 tackles for last season. Um, and there actually is some collegiate interest, you know, that has their eye on Derek. So, you know, I look for Derek Mason to do big things this year, you know, in that linebacker position. He's got big shoes to fill with Joshua Sirk going to UMass. So Derek has, you know, some big shoes to fill. And other seniors on the team, Tyler Rodriguez, um, he suffered a broken collarbone last season, so maybe Tyler can step up this year. i seen Tyler throw a football in a JV game, and maybe I was like, there's a the quarterback that we may be missing. Uh, Tim Hentz, if I mentioned Tim. You know, that consists of the senior team. You know, sophomores, juniors, freshmen, the team is pretty packed. You got Luke Molly, who was a sophomore. He transferred over to Charahoe. But on the juniors, we have Eric Wewell. That's coming back at, at Lyman. Aaron Perez. Um, let's see. Other juniors coming back. Connor Martin. This class, the junior class this year, this was the last big class that the Pee Wee organization sent up to Westerly. Like, we're going to have a thousand pound line this season. Uh, you got Brian Garcia, who's returning. Uh, Mike Garofoler, who's returning. Xavier Dubois. You know, so them are pretty much your uh, your juniors this year. You know, and coming up to the sophomore spots, you know, stepping up from who were freshmen last year. You got Adam Albanese, um, Alex Brofrey, Austin uh, Burgess, Brady Champlin, Marcus Chim. 
Ramel Fazon, Dylan Fisher, Navon Fry, David Genicala, Gio Genicala. Let's see, other freshmen, Kyle. Oh, I'm sorry, Froshmoz. Um, Greg Gorman. There's been question if Greg Gorman is coming back this season. Marcus Hack will be back. He'll be a 10th grader. You know, he was quarterback down the Pee Wee Field as well. Someone else coming back who's big is going to be Xavier Ledbetter, a junior this year. He took the rest of the season off last year after the third or fourth game for personal reasons. But I've seen Xavier during the passing league, and the kid's been humming the ball around. We got a whole bunch of freshmen coming in. Aldridge Griffin, Deshaun Brown, Jaden Descurio, who was a great, great running back last year, doing good things over there. Um, Kyla Grishan. I see other freshmen coming in. Mitchell McLeod over there, you know, very, very big at the Pee Wee Field, did very well. You know, he's coming in as a freshman. Lance Williams was the quarterback last year. John Sullivan, Zach Tuck, A.J. Pratt. So we're going to have some good, good players going on. You know, we're going to have a good, good roster, pretty decent roster. Also, you know, so we have a roster full of players. And I know a lot of people are concerned, what offense are we going to run? Are we going to go back to the single wing? Well, most likely seeing that, you know, Dwayne Miranda seems to uh, favor the single wing. But we will have a quarterback. Xavier Ledbetter will be back there to, to get some balls out. So we look for more passes as well. August 31st, I hope everyone comes out of scrimmage at Legit at 10 a.m. in the morning. And then September 6th, going to have the injury fun game and I believe that is going to be in Narragansett High School 7 o'clock at night to 9 p.m. Friday September 6th it'll be Westerly Bulldog football injury fun scrimmage game kickoff will be determined and to start the first game of the season Charahoe at Westerly 7 to 9 p.m. September 13th, and then September 20th, you'll have Coventry at Westerly 7 and 9, and Westerly at Woonsocket 10 to 12 p.m. Well, that covers it right now. Bulldog Football will be back with more.